welcome to another edition of ATL Prime Sports. I'm JJ Jurjevich. Joining me this evening is our fabulous producer, Wayne Ridenauer in snowy Memphis, Tennessee. You can find us all at ATL Prime Sports on Facebook, X, Instagram, YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. You can find our personal Twitters or X's at JJ Get You One for myself at RWY Junior for Wayne at Quarter Todd for TC Todd Quarter, who is out calling the Clayton State Lakers game as we speak. And that LG for real, though, for Larry Gardner, the voice of the Rome Emperors, who is out <laughs> coaching his son's basketball team. Hopefully they are winners this evening. Wayne, how you doing, buddy? No, I'm doing pretty good. In fact, I'm doing a little bit better than I was last week because Memphis uh, basketball has now broken into the top 10. We've got a game tomorrow night. Uh, if the roads are open enough, I will most definitely be there. Uh, and they play the South Florida Bulls here at home. Nice. USF, as you can see, I got my Memphis hat up there <laughs> right. on display for our YouTube audience to see. I'm doing great, but not as well as Ronald Acuna Jr. Batting lefty, though. <laughs> this is awesome. At Bally, uh, excuse me, at Braves on Bally on X, posted a video of Ronald hitting bombs left-handed. And if he becomes a switch hitter, folks, he becomes even more of a pitcher's nightmare. The guy was hitting bombs, folks. Again, go check it out, Braves on Bally at Braves on Valley on Twitter. Go check it out. I got it posted, just a picture of it, but the video is actually mesmerizing, and the sound the ball makes off the bat, left-handed, Yeah, pretty impressive. Well, hey, I did, didn't didn't Larry Bird play a, almost an entire NBA game left-handed one time? There's there's rumors of that. I, yeah. I, I do not know if that is true or not, but supposedly he played uh, an entire second half or a full game or something left-handed, because his right handed was hurt, his right hand was hurt, something like that. I can't remember. What's on tap for today's show? The NFL playoffs are fully underway. We're in the divisional round this weekend. We'll preview that in the pick six this weekend, and we'll kind of go over the wild card round from last week, and we'll update you on some coaching vacancies. And the, well, of course, the pick six kind of short and sweet today, just Wayne and I. So let's get into it. The Cowboys got blown out as well as the Eagles. Let's go over wild card weekend and the coaching carousel right here, right now on ATL Prime Sports. Folks, if you like the content, please give us a thumbs up, a like, a subscribe. We do this for fun. So just, you know, give us a follow, have a little fun with us. Your thoughts on a wild, wild card weekend, Wayne? Man, it could not be any more of a mixed bag of what's going on. I, you know, if y'all looked at my picks last week, I I definitely didn't do too well in our pick six. Um, but, you know, the teams that uh, everybody expected to do well struggled, and uh, now everybody wants to get rid of their coach, so it's just weird. Yeah, it really is. Uh, there's clamoring of Mike McCarthy getting fired in Dallas, even though he's gone 12 and five in three straight seasons. I don't think that merits losing your job over. So I, I am on the fence on that one. Uh, also 
I want Bel Bill Belichick as the Atlanta Falcons head coach and want the winning culture instilled here immediately. Yeah, so just I not want not that job to open. Just not Pete Carroll. That's the only one I do not want. <laughs> so interesting enough, yeah. My my thoughts on a wild card weekend. I, the Packers. Wow. <laughs> Jordan Love. Wow. Really embraced. Uh, it, it, uh, the, I should say that the Packers fans really embraced Jordan Love last weekend, blowing out the Cowboys, looking good, doing it. Aaron Jones running the football, another game with another 100-plus yards. This time he got in the end zone a couple times. They dismantled the Dallas Cowboys, who were undefeated previously coming in at home this season. So that, that was the wildest of the wild cards. The Bucks, I picked it. I, I said the Bucks were going to upset the Eagles. I, I had a feeling Baker Mayfield was going to do it, and he became the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' best passing performance in the postseason. Three touchdowns, over 300 yards. Tom Brady didn't even do that in a Buccaneers <laughs> uniform. So um, pretty cool. Another another crazy stat to me, Wayne. That's the first Buccaneers playoff win without Tom Brady in over <laughs> yeah. 20 years. Well, they didn't, they didn't win a whole lot when they first came out. So, uh. <laughs> so, but pretty eye-opening. You know, you don't really think about that. You know, yeah, they won some playoff games. But without Tom Brady, it's been the first one in 20 years. And the AFC side of things, uh, or excuse me, continuing the NFC side of things, the Lions squeaked out. Yeah, one point. A home win against their former quarterback, Matt Stafford, and the Los Angeles Rams. An unbelievable game, back and forth, uh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And then going back to the Eagles game, uh, where the Bucks we were just talking about, I'm tired of coaches leaving points out there and taking mm -hmm. points off the board. Nick Sirianni took four points off the board in that wild card game versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And to me, that's never good. Taking points off the board in a playoff game is Im impeccable and, and it shouldn't happen. Uh, again, you kick the three points. It would have been 25 to 12 at that point. Should have been 25 to 13. Yeah. You know, they're, they're even but talking they about firing. They're firing Sirianni now, aren't they? They're trying to. Uh, that's what everybody wants. It's crazy. I, I, I think that's a stupid call, too. I think he's a great football coach. He got a little flat at the end of the season. It happens to several football teams. But it was just it was just eye-opening. Uh, again, flip over to the AFC side of things. The Chiefs took, took care of business in a very cold, windy game in Kansas City at Arrowhead. Taylor Swift in attendance. Nice jacket, by the way, Taylor Swift. I did like the 87. Kelsey jacket. Kelsey jacket. It was pretty sweet, pretty yeah. smooth. Um, they took care of business. The Bills took care of business versus the Steelers in a game that was pushed back to Monday on Martin Luther King Day. Uh, the Saturday night Dolphins-Chiefs game was the most streamed event ever. That's going to be a new term. 23 million people tuned into it. So very wild, wild card weekend overall. Uh, I think we both kind of were surprised at Jordan Love's performance. I kind of thought the, the Cowboys would get off the hump and get a home playoff victory get to the next round of the playoffs, gives their fans something to hang their hat on. But no, 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 no. And uh, here we are now, and uh, we're, we're, we're talking about the Cowboys and another loss yet again. And again, 
I don't think McCarthy should lose his job. 36 wins in three years, 15 losses in the regular season, 0-3 in the playoffs. That is a problem, but I think it's on the players there. Dak Prescott, the pick six did not help. Uh, getting down 27 to nothing in that one was over. As Kyle Shanahan said, basically he started preparing for the Packers that week. And again, we'll get into the preview of the divisional round and the pick six. So we'll, we'll kind of keep our uh, thoughts right here on the wild card round. Uh, now let's go to the coaching search. Unless you have any final thoughts on the wild wild card weekend. No, it just appears to be all about momentum. The teams that uh, did well this past weekend, I feel like are the ones that had momentum and weren't struggling. And really Dallas and Philadelphia, they were really spinning their wheels before that weekend even started. Yeah, Dallas uh, had kind of picked it up the last couple weeks of the season to win the division. But I kind of think they did so much to catch the Eagles that they kind of ran out of gas going into the playoffs and uh, didn't help. Didn't help the the quarterback performance at all in that one. Uh, Coaching carousel. New England. (laughs) Replaces Bill Belichick with Gerard Mayo, former player um, under Bill Belichick. And I think it's a good move, solid move. Knows the program, knows what Robert Kraft wants. Solid move. Only higher thus far. Still, what, six openings left? Uh, seven openings, excuse me, Atlanta, Carolina, Las Vegas, the Chargers, Los Angeles. Seattle, Tennessee, and Washington are all your vacancies. And let's talk about our Falcons right here. This is ATL Prime Sports. Let's talk about the coaches we had interviewed. And, Wayne, I'll get your thoughts on that. Looks, um, we've heard the big ones. Jim Harbaugh was interviewed. Bill Belichick was interviewed. Atlanta's own Mike McDonald, defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens, who had the best defense in the regular season. Steve Wilkes, former intern coach for the Carolina Panthers for a while. Brian Callahan, Evero, Anthony Weaver, lots of candidates. I like Bill Belichick the best. I'll tell you why, folks. The winning culture, yes, he limped in to two, three, four seasons and three or four seasons in a row, bad losing seasons, but he did make the playoffs with Mac Jones. I think the winning culture is what I'm looking for. Someone that can come in, take the defense that has got great pieces. You get Grady Jarrett back next year. Harrison played great down the stretch. Anderson, you get him back next year. A.J. Terrell is going to have to take a step in the right direction. Clark Phillips looked good down the stretch. So you got good pieces. I think with Bill Belichick, those pieces become great. That defense goes from good to great. And I think a winning culture gets instilled, and Bill Belichick can pass it on to the next coach in three to five years and say, hey, this is what I want here. Uh, Hopefully it's got a Super Bowl ring attached to it, and that's why I like Bill Belichick. So pump your brakes on Bill Belichick and the recency bias and saying Tom Brady made him. Folks, 32 teams passed on Tom Brady five times. And let me tell you what, it did take developing in Bill Belichick did just that with Tom Brady. He developed the greatest quarterback of all time. So without Tom Brady, there is no Bill Belichick. And it's the vice versa. Without Bill Belichick, there is no Tom Brady because he may not even get drafted. Who knows? That's right. 
So I, I really do think the winning culture of Bill Belichick matters. I like the Jim Harbaugh interview, of course. Um, that that intrigued me. I didn't even think Harbaugh would interview for this job with the recent history of firing after three years and three coaches and six years and blah, 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 blah. I am telling you, our three coaches and seven, ten, whatever it is, but I'm telling you right now, Jim Harbaugh getting in the building is huge news for Falcon fans, and it means that Arthur Blank's willing to do anything and everything, Wayne, to get a coach with previous NFL head coaching experience right here in Atlanta and really, again, give the fans something to hang their hat on in the offseason moving forward. So lots of interviews. Which one's been your favorite? Well, it, it, the one that has not happened yet. Uh, I kind of feel like I want to see Vrabel uh, interview for that job. I don't disagree. I, I think they might get to Mike Vrabel. I've said this last week. Get as many minds in there as you possibly can. Hear as many philosophies as you possibly can. And get anybody involved in this coaching hire involved in voicing their opinion on who they think should be the head football coach of these Atlanta Falcons. Because, again, the pieces are there. You get a quarterback via free agency or you draft a young one and you move forward with pretty good Pretty good pillars. Now, you know what they, you know what they ought to use as a selling point is they ought to tell the new coach they should say, hey, listen, you come here and coach. Within two years, we're going to have a brand new stadium getting built. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, we'll, you, we'll don't see. don't count it out. Don't count it out. Uh, <laughs> that's absolutely hilarious. But, yeah, um, I, I love the Mike McDonald interview as well. But, again, not no head coaching experience yet, but he has been under both Harbaugh's in Michigan and in Baltimore. Uh, so uh, that, that's another great, great hire, if you ask me. If you're not going the head coaching experience route, Mike McDonald would be your next best guy. That wraps up our coaching carousel talk about the Atlanta Falcons. Any final thoughts on that before we head to our pick six, the coveted, the famous pick six, Wayne? No, I'm ready to pick some six or whatever it is. I'm ready to pick some six as well. We'll go over <laughs> our records real quick. Going Yeesh. into the divisional round, pick six. Larry is 50 and 58 after a tough one and five week last week. TC also went one and five, going 51 and 57 overall. And Wayne, you went two and four last week. Terrible. Gaining a game on both Larry and, and yeah. TC at 49 and 59. And I went three and three, squeaking by last week, going 500. I'm over. I'm at 12 games over at 60 and 48, and let's get into it. It's time for the ATL Prime Sports Pick 6. We pick six football games. This week, it's actually six different lines and spreads are from Tuesday per ESPN Bet. So we'll do the four games and two over-unders. That's why I've been saying the over-unders all year. It leads to this moment right here, Wayne, the nitty-gritty. Anybody can catch anybody at any given time. All it takes is a five-and-one or a one-and-fiver. Or six and zero, and an zero and sixer, and you're right back in this thing. Well, number we'll one, see. the fourth. <laughs> go ahead, Wayne. No, I said we'll see. <laughs> the fourth seeded Houston Texans traveled to the number one seed Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore is a nine point favorite over under, and this one's forty five and a hook. Again, Tuesday spreads per ESPN bet. Saturday, four thirty p.m. on ESPN. 
Wayne, what say you? Uh, I would say this is going to be the momentum game for the Ravens. They are, I, I believe they are non-stoppable right now and probably win by 14 points. So I'm taking Ravens to cover. Ravens to cover. Larry's taking the Texans and the hot quarterback and hot rookie coach, D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud and the points. So Texans and the points. TC's going with us, Wayne. <laughs> I'm going with the Ravens as well. Here's why. Pretty simple. The number one defense in the NFL, which is Baltimore, has held its last four opponents to under 20 points. One key for this defense success, Wayne, it's third downs. They Man. get off the field. They only allow opponents to convert 36% of their third down attempts, which is one of the best in the NFL. And when you get off the field on third downs, you put your offense in a great position and it makes it easy, and Todd Munkin's smiling, and he has the number one rush offense in the league, and I think that is the difference in the game. Look, when the Ravens beat the Texans in week one, Lamar Jackson was not his best. 17 of 22, 169 yards passing, no touchdowns with an interceptions, only 38 yards rushing in the game. They also are rumored to receive tight end Mark Andrews back from the injured reserve list after missing several games with a bad ankle sprain, a high ankle sprain, I believe, an ankle injury at that. So Mark Andrews coming back. The first time they played, Lamar Jackson didn't play well. They still beat the brakes off of him. 20 to, or what, uh, by, by 15 points, 12 points or so. <laughs> I got to go with the Ravens to cover as well for those reasons. Again, just when Lamar Jackson doesn't play well and they still get the job done and cover the spread, this time it's at home in cold weather. I yeah. like Lamar Jackson <laughs> and Todd Munkin and John Harbaugh in this one big. So three Ravens, Larry's going with the Texans and the points. Game number two. The seventh-seeded Packers shocking the world, going to Jerry World and blowing the Cowboys out of the water. Travel to San Francisco to take on the one-seeded 49ers. San Francisco is a 10-point double-digit favorite. Over-under on this one's 49 and a hook. 8.15 p.m. on Fox. Wayne, what you got? Well, I'm going with the 49ers on this one. I believe the uh, slipper has fallen off the Packers, and it's time for them to uh, – Get back in their motor coach and going home. That makes all four of us. We're all <laughs> going with the 49ers to cover Larry, TC included. And here's why I'm doing it. Tenth playoff meeting between these two teams, which is the new playoff record for most matchups in NFL history. The 49ers last seven wins, Wayne. 12 or more points. They've dominated everybody. Dominated. It's been fun to watch if you're a 49ers fan. And the Packers' rush defense is near the bottom of the NFL, and this is where San Francisco pulls away. The NFL's leading rusher, Christian McCaffrey, over 1,400 yards on the season. is going to make his impact on this game late. The pull away, uh, I'll give you my score prediction because this is the over-under game we're doing. The first two, uh, we're doing KC, uh, Green Bay and San Francisco over, and we'll do the KC and Buffalo over. So we'll get to this one again on the over-under yep. in just a moment. Uh, but, yeah, I like the Niners to cover at home. 
Shanahan's on a mission. Purdy's healthy. Let's see what happens. We're all going San Fran with the number one seed. The third game of the day in the pick six, the fourth seeded Buccaneers travel to Detroit to take on the three seeded Lions. Detroit's six point favorites over under, and this one's 48 and a hook. Sunday, 3 o'clock p.m. on NBC. The Lions beat the Bucs 20 to 6 in week six. Detroit allowed only 4.6 yards per play in that one and only 46 yards rushing in that game from Tampa Bay. They held them to six points, their season low. The Bucks' inability to run the football and grind out possessions really scares me to take the Bucks and the points in this one. And here's the kicker, Wayne. Another home playoff game for these Detroit Lions fans. They're going to pack the building. Average tickets are right around five to $600. <laughs> this one, they're rowdy and they're ready to play. They're ready to cheer on their Lions. I like the Lions in a close one, but they do cover. 23-14-type uh, ball game, 23-16, somewhere around about seven points, I think, and just a touchdown will cover this one. I'm going with the Lions to cover. What say you, Wayne? Well, unlike uh, Tuna, uh, these Lions are going to be facing some Buccaneers, and I believe when you think about a 450-pound Lion, going after a Buccaneer, I don't think you stand a chance at all. And now the Lions are going to have a taste for Buccaneer, and that's just going to go on from now on. So you got the Lions to cover as well? Yeah. That's, my, that's, my, that's, that's my little comedy bit from the uh, uh, movie Other Guys, if anybody's ever seen that. Yes. Great, great movie. Desk pop! <laughs> I did my first desk pop. did my first desk pop. Johnson, when was your last desk pop? October, September of six. <laughs> great scene. Great scene. Mark Wahlberg, great in that movie. Yeah. The opening scene with, uh, I believe, The Rock and Samuel yeah. L. Jackson. One Chase, of the chasing the, lines. yeah. It, aim for the bushes, baby. That's <laughs> what the Bucks are doing this weekend. They're going to aim yeah. for the bushes and a padded falling on the way down. Larry's going with the Bucks and the points, though. He's going mm. with the hot Baker Mayfield, who played every last week, basically, to get in the playoffs. Yeah. So Larry's going 49ers and the points, and you know Todd is taking yeah. his Lions to cover. Uh, so the fourth and final game, then we'll get into the over-unders. The three-seeded Chiefs travel to Buffalo, New York, to take on the number two Bills, number two-seeded Bills. The, Bill, the Buffalo Bills are two-and-a-half-point home favorites over-under, and this one's 45 and a hook. We'll do the over-under in this one as well for our – Sixth pick of our, our fifth pick. We'll actually do the over-under on that one first. But the Bills have won six straight and are five and one in the postseason at home since 2017. Josh Allen is coming off a historic performance. Josh Allen became the first player in playoff history to throw for three or more touchdowns while also rushing for 70-plus yards and a touchdown in a playoff game. So he is playing hot right now. They've had to play for their playoff life for several weeks. That's one reason why I wanted to take the Bucks and the points, but I didn't because I'm going against the trend one time. One time. Mm -hmm. So with the Lions in that one, because of the home rowdiness of the playoffs, I'm kind of leaning the same route here. 
Patrick Mahomes on the road in the playoffs. We don't know how that's come about yet. So I am taking the Bills to cover. Casey's <laughs> offense has been up and down this year. They're 15th in points per game at just over 21. Two good defenses here. That's why I'm taking Josh Allen at home. Defense wins championships. Both of them are really, really good. I think it's going to require a couple more points, a couple more touchdowns. Maybe Stephon Diggs has a big impact on this game. I like the Bills to cover. Larry's taking the Bills to cover as well. TC's going Chiefs in the points, and he says he's never betting against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs ever again. That was his reasoning. Wayne, what say you, my friend? Well, I'm taking the Bills uh, to cover on this one. And, uh, you know, the, the Chiefs have not looked like their regular Chiefs uh, this whole, whole year, I wouldn't think. But uh, one thing I want to worry, I'm worried about the Chiefs, though, is uh, uh, they need to find out where they got those bootleg helmets from because apparently those are no good. <laughs> yeah, that was impressive. You know, the company actually made a statement on that saying that the helmet did its job. Uh, meaning the impact was diverted away from right. his head. I'm I'm hoping there was no concussion on that play, but that was pretty impressive. Right. I had not seen I had seen face mask dent jam break a little bit, but I've never mm. seen an actual helmet fracture right. and break right. off in a live game. That was pretty impressive. So you're going to Bills to cover. Right. We're the same right now, Wayne. Well. We are the same. I believe uh everything Ravens, Niners, Lions, Bills, Ravens, Niners, Lions, Bills. We are the yeah. same. KC Buffalo, we're going over and under in this one. The 45 and a half point total. Uh, I'm going under here. Two top five defenses. Both teams can get after the quarterback. So I'm thinking a 21-17 type of game. Again, that covers the spread. That gets you under. Add in a cold day. And again, Mahomes' first playoff game away from Arrowhead Stadium in the AFC. That's not a Super Bowl, of course. I'm going under. Wayne, what say you? Man, I'm going under too. I, ah. I got a feeling there's going to be lots of defense going on here, and uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if after the first half, one of these two teams only had a field goal. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be cold, and again, I, I've said it all year. The Chiefs AC can deal. The Chiefs is, can deal with cold. They don't. Cold they, doesn't bother them. The cold doesn't bother them, but their offense has been up and down this this yeah. whole season. So I'm going under on that one. KC Buffalo for Todd, he's going over, and Larry is thinking the same thing as us. I bet that weather is playing a factor with him as well. Wendy told, going to be tough to throw the football. He is taking the under in that KC Bills game as well. Next, our last and final pick of the night. Again, I'm going under. Larry under. TC over. Wayne, you and I and Larry agree at under. All right, six. And final pick of the pick six, over under 49 points. Total points, that is, for Packers and 49ers. I'm going under here as well. Both teams have solid defenses, two top 10 Ds. San Francisco's uh, third in the in the league, Green Bay's 10th. 27-14 uh, type of game. So you get your cover, and you get, you get the under. So 27-14 type of game for me, under on this one, two unders. Wayne, what say you? Man, I, I swear, I wrote all these things down. And if you look on there, you'll see 
I, I I went with under before you even said anything, so I don't know. I've just got some playoffs, and 40, 49 is too high. So under. Yeah, I'm the same way. It, it, it's been a low-scoring season. Offense has been down this year. We've talked about that on this podcast here. So I'm going under. TC is going over in both what? games. And Larry is going over in this game as well. So they're expecting shootouts and Jordan Love to move the football, Aaron Jones to run the football. And I just don't think that's going to happen against this vaunted San Francisco D. It's going to be a, it's, it's a nice enough stadium where you could go over, but I just don't think it's going to happen. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch either way. It's the NFL playoffs that wraps up our pick six final thought. For me, it's going to revolve around the Atlanta Hawks, currently 16 and 23 going into tonight's game as we speak. On the outside looking in on postseason play, Atlanta can't defend. They can't. They can't defend anybody. 29th in the NBA in defense, giving up over 123 a game. The Hawks have given up 433 points to one single opponent this year, and that is the Indiana Pacers. That's 144 a game if you're doing the math, folks. Again, they can't cover anybody. They can't be anybody on the defensive side of the floor. They're top five in offense. They're good there. That's not the problem. But I asked a question, and it's really my final question of the night. Is it time for this team to get blown up and rebuild? I'm talking trade anybody and everybody, including Trey Young. Get assets, get draft picks, get free agents in here. And I think Quinn Schneider can, can can do his thing. He's done a really good job as an NBA coach in Salt Lake City. I think he can do the same thing here. Just give him the team that he wants and the player that he wants to build around and do it. Wayne, your final thought for the evening. Well, just to bounce off your uh, Atlanta Hawks, uh, you know, there's going to be lots and lots of highly skilled uh, players going into the draft next year. And so I think that could also be something that you'd look into. Um, my final thought is actually uh, has to do with Jim Ursay of the uh, Colts. He is experiencing some health difficulties right now, and we'd like to keep him in our prayer. He's not only an NFL team owner, but he has a huge guitar collection. So that's kind of another reason why I'm concerned about him, and hopefully he pulls through this all right. Yeah, and, and another thoughts and prayers go to the Warriors assistant coach who lost his life at a team dinner to a heart attack at 46. That's rough. Thoughts and prayers to the Warriors organization. Folks, that does it for our show. For TC, for Larry, who are absent this evening, for Wayne in Memphis, Tennessee, I'm JJ Jurjevich. Thanks for watching. If you like, the content. Give us a like, a subscribe, a follow on the old X at ATL Prime Sports for everything. And we'll see you next week, everybody. Get you one.